What more can one say? This is game seven. Again, this will be our uh, live reaction to the draft lottery. Um, I'm at home. Jordan's at his apartment. Uh, so I'm sitting here. I don't know if you can see, but I have my mic for the podcast here and my mic for uh, Instagram here because I figured it'd be easier than trying to yell into my phone so that you guys are seeing up into my nose or something. And we're just kind of sitting up. Here, I'll show you our setup. So this is my laptop. I got. So Jordan has the – no, I'm got – let me see if I can actually set – there we go. So Jordan has the screen share going on with the lottery. But then I also have it on the TV here, which is, like, like I said, like three minutes ahead. So I'm going to be able to react to everything a little quicker than I think Jordan will. Yeah, right now on my feed we're still talking to Marty uh, Broder here. Yeah, no, right now they're talking about uh, the draft order and who has the best odds. Okay, so we're a little right. behind. Yeah, holy smokes. Ooh, and they're talking about the Carlson trade. Ah. Very, yeah. Rudolph Spalsers, Josh Norris, Chris Tierney, Dylan DeMello, as well as the 2019 second, 2020 first, and 2021 second for Carlson and Perot. Oh, son of a gun. It's only – so teams with, the top, with two picks in the top five has only happened four times since 88. Oh, wow. Nordiques in 88 with the third and fifth. Canucks in 99 with the Sedines. And I didn't get to see the rest before they took <laughs> it off. Don't worry. In about five minutes, I'll get to see the rest. Oh, yeah. There we go. There's the Carlson trade up on the screen. Oh. Man, that Carlson trade looks better and better. Like, it doesn't even matter. Ah, there it is. Uh, ooh, oh, okay. I, I don't Curtis has oh, gone yeah, twice. No. Screw you up. Fourth and f- wow, yeah. Boy, that second time in two thousand, that sure did a whole lot of good for them, didn't it? Oh my God, I know. Well, well, these Rick DiPietro and Rafi Torres, way to go, folks. Yeah, two great top five picks right there. So there's. Okay, fire department. Cool, cool. Yeah, Chris, Eric Evans there. They're just doing a lot of talk about, uh, they're doing a lot of talk on like uh, first line workers during the pandemic and everything. Oh, yeah. Okay. I guess that makes sense. Dr. Jacob in LA certainly looked super excited to be there. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, there's Emily White, registered nurse. Oh, they're. Um, they're interviewing a superintendent with the Ottawa Paramedic Service right now on the TV, so that's probably going to come up soon. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm just going to mute it on my side here, Keeks, and then maybe we can chat a little bit before the uh, the actual draws get pulled here. Um, I was going to say, right now, the only ones in our chat is me. Oh, yeah. No, that's fine. 
it wasn't super interesting off the start there. So uh, hopefully we no, can pick, no, it, pick it up here. Um, so yeah, we can a lot. Do you want to can Instagram live and just record the live show and then post it? Oh uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll give it a shot here. All right. Sounds good. At least we know how to do it for future. Oh, yeah, it is literally only UA. Yeah, we, we know yeah. how to do it now. Um, so what, um, yeah. So w- w- what do you think of the Sens odds tonight? Um, how are you feeling? Like, w- what did you bring for good luck here? Um, so I was rushed. Uh, I wanted to wear my Brady Kachuk sweater and I may get Alex to grab that for me when she's done eating. I literally like dinner was served at 10 to eight and I was like, shit, we're supposed to be recording right now. So I went out there, had a conversation, talked to mom and my uncle Roger, scarfed down my food, came in here. So I haven't had any time to get my sense hat or my sweater. They're all still hanging up in my closet right now. And it's bothering the shit out of me. I need to get those on before the actual lottery starts. Yeah. Um, well, here you run off and you grab that and I'll, uh, I'll chat. Hold down the fort. I'll hold down the fort for a second here. So you, you go ahead out. Awesome. Thanks. Give me like two seconds. Uh, luck charms here hopefully all right the first time first time i've been able to wear this for anything sense related since i got it oh well i got it after the pandemic right right after that's right. i started oh hey to our uh some new people oh, they're gone and they're gone yeah yeah right. that is uh my friend jasmine and uh alex's sister robin ah uh, okay cool well thanks for popping by guys appreciate it yeah for like the, they're the probably seconds, but that's all right um, oh, I've got to get back to my screen here. What do we got? We're still talking to uh, some folks here. Oh, Are we you got still Gary. Yeah. Can you see it now? Oh, there we go. Yeah, I, yeah, I now wiped I can. it back over. Oh, uh, you know, you know, I don't understand why people boo Gary Bettman still. Like at this point, they just do it out of tradition. I understand that, but like, well, he's also honestly, canceled the equivalent of two full seasons. I mean, I guess that's valid. Yeah. <laughs> He's also brought in a lot of teams into the league, though. Yeah, and you, you could argue if that's good or bad for the league, but um, like it, the, the thing that's in his corner the most is how much money he's made for the owners. Um, like, for the owners? Yeah, for the owners. Like he, okay. you, you just think about the, uh, the Senators. Like uh, 15 years ago when Eugene Melnick bought them, they were, like, he, he paid less than $100 million for them, and now they're worth... He played, like, yeah. yeah. He paid, that was I think for yeah, he paid a little over 90 mil for them, and now they're worth over 300. Yeah, supposedly 90 million for the team and the building, and now like the team yeah. is worth supposedly 300 million dollars. So, yeah, like the, the so he should sell for a good profit, yeah. But but a lot of that goes to Gary Bettman because just the value of the league has gone up, the amount of money they bring has gone up so much. It's just it's a lot less of a uh, Mickey Mouse show of a league in comparison to the others than it was like 25 years ago. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay, there we go. Yeah, Zoom is a little delayed. Okay, yeah, it's saying my internet connection's unstable. Don't know if that's mine or yours, but we'll see. Um, yes. So, so yeah, I, uh, for anybody that had checked our Instagram page today, they would have seen... Um, 
you know, I, I was trying to do it hourly, but it, it you know, I got busy because it's, it's crazy at work now that I've started up. Um, we've got, um, so yeah, up on our Instagram story, I, I was uh, running the draft lottery simulator every hour trying to see what our, what our odds would, or, or what the outcomes would look like. Cause like, honestly, I haven't been running a simulator at all. I see a lot of people been doing it, but you know, I'm a least, yeah, and, so I don't have a need, and, I don't have a need or a desire to do it. So today I, I was like, oh yeah, we'll, we'll see what it comes up with. Yeah. Uh, and you screwed us up. Oh yeah. It, it's so funny. Like uh, there were more times that a team, like uh, one of the placeholder teams won the uh the, the lotteries then ottawa was stayed in the top three it was hilarious the first one i did arizona moved up nine spots and montreal moved up six to pick in first and second it's crazy oh shit yeah, it looks I like the uh cards are on their way out yeah they are it's in commercial though i can give you a play i'm like should i turn off the tv right now um no, no. i'm like i'm minutes ahead of you no, it, it's fine. Like, I think you'll be the one to have a bigger reaction. And, uh, well, actually, yeah, what? Yeah, it, you turn off the TV, and then we can both watch on uh, on the stream here. Oh, but it's so slow and janky. Like, look at how lagged this is. I can't see anything. I don't know if you can see. <laughs> there we go. It's just, I, like, essentially a slideshow. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. Then, uh, then you just put the TV on. I'll stop the screen sharing. Okay. Do you have, like, the TV or anything? Uh, I've I've got my uh, my setup is here. Gonna have but to... you can't watch it live on like Sportsnet or anything like I can, eh? I I'm I paid for Sportsnet now. I bought the thing for a a week, so it was like ten bucks. So I'm streaming it on my from my laptop onto my TV, and then that's oh, okay. Wave to yourself. Hi me. <laughs> it's so delayed. This yeah. is weird. There's too many screens with my face on it. All right, got to lick the suction cup on there to get it to stick back in. Cool. Hi, Aaron and Damien. They joined. Hi, guys. Appreciate the support. Hi, friends. Um, so, yeah, like um, what I was saying with those, with those um, lottery simulations that I did today, yeah, it, it, was, it was really fun to see the different combinations that can come up. Obviously, it'll be a little bit less fun if we see a placeholder team win because we have no idea who that's going to be until after the playoffs are completed or canceled so i mean define fun right well sure for you it would be no fun at all but for me like if one of those oh shit there goes my phone um if one of those teams wins then uh it's it, it, it's just a lot less intriguing than if we know right away like if yeah. placeholder team D wins first overall, then we don't really know who that's actually going to be. Um, Which makes me think, how are they going to present this order? Like, are they going to do like starting at like fifth, like 15th pick? Like, I am oh, glad placeholder. All right. I've got a, a tweet thread from Bob McKenzie here from uh, yesterday. What do we have? If none of the eight, uh, alphabetically designated unknown teams uh from the so the teams that lose the play in qualifier if one yeah. of, if none of them win a top three pick bill daly's countdown will start at number seven so we're gonna know right away if any of those placeholder teams won um 
because if if one of those if one of those teams won, then Bill Daly's card counting is going to start at number eight, and if one of them didn't move up, then it's going to start at seven. So if three of them win, so if three, so three in the, it's going to start at what eight? Uh, If three of them win, I think yeah, they would start at ten. So if two of them get into the top three, they start at number nine. He's starting. He's starting. I thought you were turning the TV off. Oh no! Yeah, no shit. That's right. Never mind. No, I, we stopped the screen share. Yeah, was so I, couldn't rem- I couldn't remember what we were, uh, what we agreed to. I'm still looking okay. at Lafreniere playing for the, the uh, World Juniors. Nah. So yeah, well, what do you see here? Okay, eight. Uh, it started at eight, so a placeholder moved up into top three. Whoa! Buffalo shit, Sabres okay. at eight, so they didn't Buffalo, move up. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh no, that's terrifying. That <laughs> is terrifying. Already bad news for Sens fans. Ooh, my internet is slow right now. Holy smokes, going at one third the speed. All right. Number seven is New Jersey, so Buffalo and New Jersey stayed where they are. Okay. Okay, good. So, all right. So we, I want the next one to be Anaheim. Anaheim is the next order. Number six. Come on, be Anaheim. Be Anaheim. Be Anaheim. Be Anaheim. Yes, it's Anaheim. Good. Good. So Buffalo, New Jersey, Anaheim have not moved at all. Okay. But a placeholder is in the top three. Holy smokes. All right. Yeah, I'm just seeing Bill Daly flip over the first card, so I am so far behind you. <laughs> All right, number five. BLA. BLA. Please, BLA. Oh, I don't want to move down to five. Oh, so one of your picks is in is the fifth place one? Yeah. Okay. LA so, won. LA and a placeholder are top three. Oh, shit. Okay. Ottawa. Ottawa, I think, is in the top three. Okay. Well, no, we don't. No, I'm doing. No, I'm doing the math wrong. Yeah. So odd. Okay, so I'm just seeing the Ottawa one come up now. It doesn't okay, tell you. It doesn't tell you which pick it is, though, right? Yeah, it does. Number four, Detroit's down. Number four, Ottawa's the top three. Okay, shit. Okay, here we go. So the top, the top three are a placeholder, LA and Ottawa. We don't know the order. Okay. And I just I saw don't Pierre know Dorian all- sitting like a statue at seeing the, <laughs> the fifth pick. <laughs> Uh, I see Eiserman and he's pissed. Okay. Oh, God. My hand is shaking right now. I'm actually getting pretty excited here. This is going to be huge stuff. Oh, they're taking a break. Yeah, no, of course they are. This is going to be a commercial break. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right. So, uh, an Ottawa, obviously this last pick of Ottawa's you, you want them to move up to number one. Um, LA, like Holy smokes. Like that's good for them. Like, yeah. I, I, I never heard anybody talking about LA in terms of the, uh, the draft lottery and how it would be good for them. I've only really heard stuff talking about Ottawa, Detroit and placeholder teams. Cause those are really the most interesting ones. Um, you want to hear something hilarious? What's that? You know what I said would be best case scenario for Ottawa in my opinion. Okay. 
I said for Ottawa, for what I wanted, the best case scenario would be two and four. We got five, and we're confirmed top three. Yeah. Because in my opinion, the guys who could work the best in Ottawa would be uh, Rossi and Raymond. And we might get both of them. <laughs> Holy shit. Holy shit. Because I, um, uh, I was watching a video earlier. It's just in commercial right now. Now, so yeah. I can talk. I was watching a video earlier, and a guy was using some formula that he came up with to do um, like projections of these junior players in their draft year and how their production matches to the NHL. So, for NHL production, the ones the highest player that pr- projects to have the most immediate impact in the NHL is Rossi. Okay, not Lafreniere. Lafreniere well, we have- is second. Oh, right. Rossi's playing for the OHL, right? He's playing yeah. for the 67s. And in he, had a better, he had a better points per game than uh, Lafreniere did. And, and he's that, a center. And I think typically um, the QMJHL is more of an offensive league, too. So offensive players get their numbers inflated there, right? Yeah, well, I mean, like that's not to say that Lafreniere is going to be a bust or like is overrated or anything, but it, it's it just kind of is a little another added little wrinkle to consider when you're looking at these players. Like you have to figure out what's going to translate into NHL success. But not only that, um, it yeah, it, it, it's not just looking at their skills and what they're good at, but it's also looking at what makes them successful at their junior and the lower levels. And if those things translate into the NHL and how you can find a way to measure that rate of uh, success moving up. So uh, what are you looking at now? I'm, I'm still watching. I'm watching some commercial. I don't know. Some bewildered family. Oh, Casper mattresses. Oh, sorry. No free ads. Oh, son of a gun here. You better not crap out on me now, internet. How is my internet less reliable than yours? This is insane. Here's one. You can't hear me right now, I don't think, but I can hear you on the Instagram live, and it's hilarious. Okay, we're back. We're back on my screen. Dorian looks like he's either about to shit a brick or just burst. Oh, I think I am a lot closer to you now because I'm just coming back from the break, too. I don't see Dorian yet, though. But, um, oh, yeah, just showing some Matthews highlights. Wicked. Oh, yeah, no. I, okay, okay. Daly's got number three in his hand. All right. Number three. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Oh, Ottawa's number three. Oh, shit. Three and five. Oh, my God. Shit. Is is a placeholder going to win one? (laughs) Right now, they've got pretty good odds for it, right? Oh, my God. L.A. and a placeholder are one and two. L.A. and a placeholder. Oh, yeah. Pierre Dorian looks like he's trying really hard not to sweat through his shirt right now. All right, they're in, Bill Daly's announcing number one right now. Okay. Placeholder won first overall. Holy shit, placeholder team won the first overall pick. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. LA got two. What the oh actual fuck? Of course that's what happens. Of course. All right, let the conspiracy theories roll. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, I just saw the Senators' San Jose card flip over at third. Yeah, like oh, looks, um, he is so mad. I'm mad. Oh like, yeah, 
I was ex- like, I'm happy we got a top three. And I think it's fucking hilarious Detroit didn't. I, it is kind of funny. Also, um, so uh, the third pick, the third overall pick is San Jose. So San Jose's moved up and or stayed where it was. So Lafreniere is going to a placeholder fucking team. Lafreniere. Lafreniere is going to a playoff or fringe playoff team. That's, yeah, that's crazy. Holy So smokes. how much do you want to bet Montreal loses to Pittsburgh and then gets the first overall pick? Hey, Carey Price seems to not really want to go back to uh, to play, huh? And there's a few other Canadians that are, are really not looking for <laughs> – yeah, the that aren't looking to get back into it, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's really funny. I I accidentally forgot to start recording when I told you that we were recording, so uh, we people listening um, later may have missed it. But uh, we we were talking about the kind of the uh, anticlimactic nature of what would what. Of the outcome of when a, of if a placeholder team won and then that turns out to be what happens and now it's it's you know in i'm sure it feels empty and hollow for you because you didn't get to uh see your team win and you had the best shot in the league at winning the first overall pick and you guys dropped down three spots and stayed where you are with the other one but I'm but now really now hard. we now we have to wait who knows how long to figure out who actually is picking first overall I'm trying really hard to not either burst out in rage or tears. Yeah. Because the first thing my mind goes to is, all right, conspiracy. NHL did this on purpose to boost ratings. Yeah. That's a conspiracy. No. That's a conspiracy right now. You know what? Let it roll. Let it happen. If the NHL was going to, you know, make a conspiracy to give a specific team the first overall pick, they probably wouldn't have uh, done it to a team that may not actually get to be in that position anyways. They, they, it could be a team that's uh, this yeah, is, that, that could win their, their play-in round and go on to the playoffs and be totally out of winning the, uh, the lottery. Yeah, you're going all robot voice there, Geeks. Yeah, my interconnection, my internet connection's unstable. I see it on the computer. Okay. Oh no! Holy smokes! It's both of us then, huh? All right. So, can you repeat what you said then? I said I was just saying Bill Daly when he first came back on looked like he was trying really hard not to have a smug smile. I'm oh, going yeah. full conspiracy on this. Well, you, you know what? Ever since the NHL has done the um, like the lottery ball stuff, at least the last few years, every single time there's a fan base that is. Uh, yelling about a cons- some kind of conspiracy for the uh for who wins but i'm sure once we see the uh, how the lottery balls came out we'll uh cory just posted in the uh live instagram chat had to fuck melnick out of reviving his fan base you know what fair yeah, no, you know what? Um, maybe maybe you're right. Maybe this is just a conspiracy for um, the uh, the NHL owners to get rid of Melnick by not giving him any valuable players in this draft, or yeah, sorry, okay. not giving him the most valuable players. So 
Here, Keeks, I want to see what Bill Daly's saying, so I'm going to pause the uh, recording here. Yeah, go for it. There we go. All right. All right, we're back. We're back. Uh, we took a quick break because they were interviewing a few people, and they interviewed Pierre Dorian. Um, it's, hats off to Pierre Dorian for being the ultimate optimist. I'll say that because he wanted – or he said, oh, we're still going to get a special player at three, and we're going to get a very good player at five, which absolutely is right. But the fact that number one went to a placeholder team is the most infuriating thing that happened this draft for me. That just sets off the conspiracy theory in my brain that this was done on purpose to drive up something, as well as it makes me think that one or two teams that are in this playing round that don't really have much of a reason to be in it may throw it. Like we were talking one when we paused that Montreal has a lot of guys saying that they don't want to be, they don't want to go because they don't feel safe. Well, now they can be like, well, I don't want to go because I don't want COVID. But also if I don't go, like if Carey Price doesn't go, Montreal's not doing much against Pittsburgh. Boom. They have a chance. They have a one in eight chance of getting that first overall pick, which Alexi Lafreniere, the French guy going to Montreal first overall is a little too perfect. Yeah, in the draft that was supposed to be hosted in Montreal, too. Like In the draft stuff. that was supposed to be hosted in Montreal, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, fuck, man. Something that uh, I think it might have been Sam Constantino on the uh, broadcast brought up was, uh, you know, it does throw in an added little wrinkle of, you know, if your team in the qualifying round, it's a best of five, so it's the first of three wins. If you're down 2 nothing in a series, like... Talk, throw it. As the GM, do you say to your coach, like there's no revenue on the line here, right? There's no ticket sales in the next, in the playoffs. There's not a whole bunch of money we're, we've got to uh, rake in here. So you know what? Like, yeah, don't ice your best team or don't make it, don't make those changes that might uh, get us, you know, an extra win or something. Just uh, bow out and take your 12 and percent chance at winning the first overall pick of a franchise-altering player like Alexi Lafreniere. Yeah, and for a team that was, like, on the playoff bubble, yeah, that's huge. Here's – you want to hear what I okay, – this is my dream scenario, knowing the positions. You ready? Okay. Okay, so I want a Western team to get the first overall pick because I don't want to play Lafreniere in my own division. I don't want that. So even if it's Edmonton, if it's Edmonton, I'd be happy to be honest. Like it would be absolutely ridiculous because then they'll have like if Edmonton like if five Edmonton first wins, overall picks in the last yeah decade. if Edmonton wins the first overall pick, uh, I will jump on your conspiracy theory bandwagon with a song and a fucking dance because yeah, <laughs> the, you know what have we com- been complaining about for McDavid's basically entire career? Oh, he's got no wingers. What the hell is he supposed to do? And then you're going to go out and you're going to give him Alexi like a franchise player, like Alexis Lafreniere, uh, and just hand him for free? Fuck off. An, an elite level winger? Yeah, then I, I will be full conspiracy theory. Uh, or, no, no, no. Full conspiracy goes to Chicago. Chicago is one of the big, Chicago is one of the big hockey markets. Yeah, then we, we could struggle. say the same thing for Pittsburgh, too. If it goes to Pittsburgh, I'm going to burn down NHL headquarters, wherever it is. I don't even know where it is, but I will find it, and I will set it on fire. Well, no, the, basically every other team that aren't the Senators, 
that like you, if, could, you could I make, you could make the Detroit. case. I would have been fine if it was Detroit. And e- even, even then you could make a case that it was a conspiracy theory. Like you, you, you could, that's the thing about conspiracy theories. You can make one to fit any situation, but um, like, like um, I, the, this is the thing that would have made me the most upset. And it is like, I am furious. I cannot express how mad I am. Right, I'm a calm person. And I'm trying really hard to keep it together right now. And I'm trying to decide if I just let it all out right now. Because holy fuck. Me, on the other hand, I think this is hilarious. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, You have no... What now, if you get it? Oh, yeah. No, you know that is absolutely happening. If the Leafs lose out of the play-in round, they are going to win the lottery. Here's... Oh, um, like, Go ahead. In a year where Ottawa had the second and third best odds of winning... Yes, the Toronto Maple Leafs will absolutely <laughs> lose in the playoffs and then win the lottery to steal it out from under you. Yeah, this is the – here we go. Today, mark it on your calendars, everybody. What is it, June 26th? June 26th. 2020, that's the year where the Battle of uh, Ontario was born anew, okay? This is the first step along the path. Honestly, that would do it, too. That's oh, yeah, thing. no. Like, uh, and – Senators fans might riot if the Leafs win the first o- first overall. I, I want to riot now. Yeah, and now imagine like, I, now imagine that the Leafs win it. See, that I won't be too upset about because they're not going to be able to afford to keep them anyway, right? Oh, you, you like, don't you don't know that? I definitely know that, and I know that is a fact. That that's at least three years away too. Think of what we can do like, in three years. Sure, absolutely. You could use them, but well, you're not no, going to keep them long term. No, that's fine. If we win three Stanley Cups, who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. And then yeah. if he goes to free agency as an RFA and signs an 11 million deal, you get four first round picks. Yeah, and exactly. Like, even if he is expensive, like there's a good chance that he's not going to be crazy expensive. Uh, I like, say that knowing full well that uh, Austin Mitch Marner is a thing. Mitch Marner are making all of the money on the planet earth considering you have three players I, I, in the top i do sentence. understand highest yeah, what kind of shit for brains i sound being like kyle dubas will sign an elite level rfa to a reasonable amount of money <laughs> <laughs> so i do understand how dumb that sounds but reasonable any kind of fa yeah oh you're you cut you cut out a little bit there you want to repeat that oh i just said yeah that was it oh okay yeah um no because so here's here's how I think this draft is now going to go. I don't know who's going to get or like I don't know which team is going to get first overall, but ninety percent they're probably going to take Lafreniere, right? He's a consensus first overall. Yeah, pick, exactly. And there is there isn't much of a case. Well, there's not enough of a case to be made for that to change. I don't think anyway. Second overall, L.A. Two things. I could see them trading this to Detroit. Because LA, they have a good center. Um, if they decide that they want an heir apparent to Drew Doughty, they may trade down to Detroit, get their first overall pick, and maybe like, I don't know, an Anthony Mantha and a second. And then LA goes down to four. Detroit goes to two. Probably pick Stutzel or Byfield. Because there, there's a lot of rumors saying that Eisman really likes Stutzel. And that Eiserman would have taken Stutzel at number one. So if he gets number two, I could see him getting Stutzel. 
If that's the case, Ottawa then is at three. And I think they shock everyone and pick Rossi. I think Byfield will drop to four. And then LA will have an interesting choice because they'll either try to get their heir apparent for Drew Doughty and Jamie Drysdale, or they can have this elite level centerman in Quinton Byfield. And then whoever they choose, Ottawa at five, I want them to get Lucas Raymond. I don't care who else is available. If you have your center at three, get Raymond at four, at five, sorry. I just, Raymond is, we need more on the right side and Raymond, it just seems like the perfect fit for Ottawa. Here is my um, hot take rebuttal. Let's hear it. Uh, None of that happens. (laughs) (laughs) My hot take is that an NHL GM doesn't make a trade. Can you believe it? Can you believe that an NHL GM would not trade one of the top five picks? Holy I cannot believe it. Cannot believe. I know. That sounds like the exact opposite of the kind of thing that they would do because they all love trading top five picks. Here's one thing that I find interesting. Will Ottawa trade their fifth overall pick and their other first that they have from uh, the Pajot trade from the Islanders? Will they package those two first to try and move up to that number one spot? Would that be enough, you think? No, because I don't think any team is ever going to trade a number one overall pick ever again. Who I has? They, like, I can't I, think of... Yeah, maybe not on draft day. Maybe not when you know that you're drafting first overall. Um, but I don't think it's going to happen. So it's not going to happen on purpose. You can never acquire enough value for it, for what it carries. Even, even if it is just hypothetical value. You know, people said the same thing when Carlson was being traded. Just yeah, saying. Ottawa didn't get value for him either. They got, they got pretty good stuff. But you, 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 know, you I guess we still got to wait to see how the prospects develop to say anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but consider I, that after you traded him away, you finished like second last in the league. Like San Jose yeah, also but, finished third last. But that wasn't the value that you were trading for when you acquired it. That's what came out of it. Well, that, no, we, that's like the, if, if, if somebody pays you $20 for something and then you take their $20 bill and you're like, oh, these are stuck together. Holy smokes, I got $40. It wasn't either of your intention to get $40 for whatever. It just turned out that way by pure luck. Well, Ottawa's idea behind it was get as many assets for Carlson's possible possible not necessarily quality but quantity right sure. and and then everyone, and the common saying is quantity equals quality that's right the more you get is the better right well in the sense of draft pick yes that's the thing you look at the prospects we got we got balsers and norris who are going to be middle six players nothing special but two pretty decent hits and then you look at the draft picks we got we got third overall pick that can turn into our franchise changing centerman we got value out of that trade, theoretically. Obviously, we still need to see how everyone develops. But if we got our top two centermen, as well as a good winger, and then another depth center in Chris Tierney, if we got three of our four centermen in one trade, is that not pretty good value? Just that? Not to mention whatever the second round picks turn into. Like, it's... 
the one of them turned into Mad The thing Sogard. is, is that you 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 have you still have no idea how the Carlson trade ended up. Right now, it looks really really good, but it it's still a matter of how a bunch of different people um, turn out. Yeah, I blame you for this, by the way. You blame me? I blame you because oh. you did all those simulations and it just made it into being. I know it was it was amazing that every single time I did it, I was like, "Holy shit!" Ottawa's out of the top three again. My God, <laughs> I hate you. You're the worst. Actually, you know I want to go back because I I want to see if I had any that were like that same. Uh, you did. You 100 percent did. I'm I'm sure I had LA in the top few. Let's see. I, I had one, got- I had the close one here. Uh, the first one that I did was Columbus, L.A., Buffalo. That's close, yeah. Oh, no, that wasn't even the first one. That was almost my last one. Let's see. Um, first one, Arizona, Montreal, Anaheim. And then Ottawa, Columbus, Buffalo. Detroit, Anaheim, New Jersey. Uh, no, it's the same one. Columbus, L.A., Buffalo. That's the closest that I came. Columbus, L.A., Buffalo. Yeah, okay. And then L.A., Florida, Detroit. Detroit, New Jersey, New York. Minnesota, Winnipeg, and, and Ottawa. That one was a brutal one because two of those teams moved up like 12 and 10 spots to get one and two, and then Ottawa stays at three. Like, that would have been a worst-case scenario for you. If two worst-case scenario, worst-case case case three. three of them move up, but like that was never going to happen. No, I'm like, how does Lafreniere feel about this? He's going to go to an arguably, he's going to go to a team that is either a playoff team already or could be one with him. Oh yeah. No, he's got to absolutely be psyched. He is probably, he's got to be the luckiest first overall pick of the last few years. Cause he's, he's... cause Nico, he was in, or the 2017 was in similar, right? All three of the, uh, Lottery picks went to like really, really, or not really good, but more bubble teams than bottom uh, teams. Yeah, because that was the year that it was like New Jersey, Philly, and um, Dallas. Dallas, yeah. Yeah, because so, the top three were Heesher, Patrick, and uh, Heiskinen. Yeah, but Ooh, like Heiskinen it, is the best one out of the three. I know, and and that's what I mean. Like he's got to be going going into the next few months thinking like there's a good chance, like. The Bruins could lose out, or no, not the Bruins, but um, yeah, you, you know, like the the Leafs or another one of those top ranked teams could lose out, and all of a sudden he's on a like you know the the he could be on the fourth best team in the conference or the fifth best team in either of the conferences, right? He could yeah, the, be the fifth best, the team. fifth but sorry, go ahead. Yeah, he could be walking into a top ten team in the league next year. Yeah, the fifth best teams in each conference. In the East, it's Pittsburgh. In the West, is Edmonton, surprisingly. Yeah, and we already said that, the, you know, if Edmonton wins, it's fuck Edmonton. Well, Lafreniere is playing beside either Crosby, Malkin, or McDavid, or Dreisaitl. Yeah, no, you know what? Fuck They're Edmonton, Pittsburgh, Chicago, fine. all of those guys. The real answer is... <laughs> Mom Toronto. just yelled at me, that's a crime. Yeah, that's a crime. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. We can charge the NHL for theft. Yeah. Well, I'm, you know what? Coming at it from the other angle of somebody who's got a team in the, uh, the playing round, you know, it, it was 
I don't know how disappointed I would be if Toronto lost before knowing this, after knowing that, you know, we've got a pretty good shot at first overall. Um, yeah, you know what? Whatever. <laughs> I could go either way. Yeah, I could. I, I very much prefer them to go on a long, deep playoff run over getting the like, first overall pick. But if we lose out and miss the playoffs entirely, that would be a pretty okay uh, consolation prize. I'm just trying to find what the play-in rounds are going to be right now. Um, so let's see. Wild card. Da, 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 da. So here are the teams that could win Lafreniere. Toronto, Pittsburgh, Carolina, Columbus, New York Islanders, New York Rangers, Florida Panthers, Montreal Canadiens, um, Edmonton Oilers, Calgary Flames, Winnipeg Jets, Nashville Predators, Vancouver Canucks, Minnesota Wild, Arizona Coyotes, and the Chicago Blackhawks. Now, that um, Islanders pick is, is that top one, 10 protected. That one's top it's 10. the lottery, lottery protected, not top 10. Okay. So the Islanders, so because if, it, if, that could be another worst case scenario for Ottawa is if the Islanders end up being that one placeholder because then our pick from them goes to next year. And if that happens, I'm, I, just, I, I don't know what I can say to that. <laughs> I will be like it, at that point, I'll pass the point of mad and just go sad. I'll just be like crying because that – that third first round pick is something that to me is like, it's our safety net almost in that we're going to get two fantastic players in the top five. And that extra one is going to be just a wild card because it's such a deep draft, right? Yeah. Supposedly it is a very deep draft. Cause we could potentially trade that and package it with like a second or two move up even more. And I was fiddling with the idea that do we trade like that pick two seconds and move up to another top 10 spot? Again, you're assuming that the other teams are just going to agree to do that. Nobody trades top 10 picks. It, it's, it, it's, fun, it's fun to speculate about, but it's, it's not, it's not going to happen. So those, top, know, those, yeah, those, those top 10 picks or those top 10 teams are all going to pick in the order that they just came out in. Um, it, what's interesting is going to see is going to be um, who they pick and where, um, yeah. Because you know every year there's somebody that falls on uh, inexplicably. It kind of seems like that could be Byfield, just based off of what scouts have been saying about him and what I've seen. Well, what a lot of people are saying about Byfield is he's been able to dominate as much as he has because he's just bigger than everyone. They're worried that his skills are too raw and undefined, and that he's been able to rely on his size. That when he gets to the NHL, where everyone is the same size as him, he's not going to be able to perform as, as well as he has been in junior. That's why a lot of people have been given a lot of focus on Stutzla because he is a small guy who's still having arguably the same amount of success, right? Yeah. So he's, when, he, I hear, he, when I hear those arguments against Byfield, do you know who it, it exactly sounds like criticism against? Who? Eric Lindros, who absolutely tore the shit out of the league. <laughs> Like, he ripped it a new asshole as soon as he came in. Yeah, and Byfield can skate a lot better than Lindros could. Yeah, it's – so, you know, I'm, I'm not an expert. I have never seen a single one of these uh, prospects play a game ever. 
um, in my life or theirs. And it is also important to note that Byfield's a year younger than Lafreniere. Yeah. So, so that, to to compare the two of them more accurately, you'll have to wait until next year. Yeah, and even then, it's yeah. If you're comparing the their same age seasons to each other, you're also comparing them across different leagues too. So it, there's a lot of uh, variables to take into it. But uh, so yeah, overall, what what's your uh, your feeling here, Keegs? Between um, like a little bit of shit or like total and complete shit? It's not total and complete. Total and complete would have been three um, placeholders winning. Like on a scale of one to ten, one being uh, I'm completely happy with it, ten being I'm utterly destroyed. I'm like a solid six. Oh yeah, okay. six or seven, because it's like I'm disappointed. I was trying so hard not to get my hopes up for the first overall pick, but just over time, the way that I kept hearing everyone talk about it, it just kind of sunk into my head that I ended up expecting it. Which is obviously heartbreaking now that it's not going to happen, but that was my own stupid fault. I like being, I like we're in the top three. I like we got one of the top three picks. Um, the fifth overall, I'm, act, I'm okay with where we were. Because I said that if we weren't going to get first and second, I want a top three and five, which is exactly what we got. Because I want one of those centermen and I want Raymond. Specifically, because we got one pick that isn't in the top three, I want Lucas Raymond. Very badly, I want that player. Very, very badly. Um, uh, Dorian made a couple trips over to Europe and into Sweden specifically to do some scouting. Now, there's a lot of Swedish players in this draft. Like, there's one called a Noel Gundler. I think it's Noel Gundler. And he's supposed to be really good, and he's a left winger. So he's someone we might be able to get with the Islanders pick. But to me, it's just, I got, I got rec- very recently, like this week, sold on how good Marco Rossi is and how good he could be. And because he played for the 67s, I think that could be a great fit. Let Stutzel go to Detroit, and then they can have the German connection with Sider and Stutzel. Get Raymond at five. The only way I will be even more disappointed is if the Ottawa Senators, with their third or fifth, pick Jamie Drysdale or Jake Sanders. I don't want a defenseman in this draft. They're, the forwards are too good to justify taking a defenseman, especially in the top five, in my opinion. All right. Well, you know, I don't have any more thoughts going forward on this. So uh, I think that's probably a pretty good spot to wrap it up. Um, we've got to get editing this stuff and get it uh, sent out tonight. So uh, thanks everybody for dropping in. For those of you that uh, poked in and watched us for a little bit on uh, Instagram Live, thank you so much. Sorry for all of the technical issues we had tonight. Like I can't believe it. Every single time we record, it's fine, and then tonight it's a total shit show. Um, yeah, totally. a little bit on us for leaving it last minute. Well, yeah, but you're not what? testing anything out beforehand. Yeah, we're not professionals at this, and we both have uh, real jobs now. So, uh, like that's true. Sorry, everybody. Um, you said that the recording wasn't quite on uh, when you said it was at the beginning. Did you get the stuff about Uncle Roger in? I have no idea, honestly. Uh, okay, I, so don't, I don't think so. So uh, we'll say that now. So you okay. go first. So it may not have been recording. And if it was, I apologize for repeating myself. But this is something really important. Uh, Jordan and I, we have an uncle named Uncle Roger who lives out in BC. And he's recently been 
uh, in the hospital due to some medical issues, not COVID related, uh, different medical issues. And he recently, I was told right before we started recording that he got moved to another hospital and we don't really know why. He's an avid listener to the show. He's been messaging us, letting, letting us know how much he loves it. And um, we just, obviously we wish him all the best. Uh, we hope that he's all right and that we get an update on him soon. Um, and just Uncle Roger, if you're listening, we love you. We hope that you're doing well. We hope that you're going to be recovering if the reason why you went in it was for any urgent issue. And we hope to hear from you soon with good news. Yep. Yeah. Uh, best wishes, Uncle Roger. And we do, we hope to hear from you soon. Um, yeah. I think you said that well, Geeks. So uh, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, we'll be back in a, a week with a new full episode. So thanks everybody. Yeah. So n- not this Sunday, but next. Yeah. Bye everyone. Bye. Everyone.